0: It has worked very well because we've quite a committed bunch. Some individuals you know, don't take no for an answer when it comes to uh, co-opting mm-hmm. individuals in, especially our network colleagues. And mm-hmm. there's, you know, There certainly isn't going to all the gym bunnies every day and getting them involved. There are some guys that not doing every course. and some guys are just believe they can do a 5K and are convinced that they can. But you do see the confidence levels coming forward. Um, and again, that, that's given. You know, if someone comes off that and thinks they've achieved something, and achieved accreditation as a result of this, mm. and maybe achieve something that they can they can use on the outside of uh, their family setting maybe it's a young, young, young lad for football or coaching their young daughter or rugby or, or games or whatever but if that gets a greater sense of engagement with the family, mix makes them believe that they can achieve other things in the back of that maybe gets some involved in education, who knows, the sky's the limit I think it goes back to this thing, you, know, you only start behaving differently when you start thinking differently yeah. and that doesn't start in so. An earth form of revenge to be delivered, here can do something, but you need that realization that individually say Look, I, I want to do something. Sports a good way to click that switch.
1: That, my friend, is the governor of MacGabbary Prison. And this is the Inspirational Runners podcast. Hey everyone, how's it going? My name's Robbie Marsh, and I'm your host, so welcome to the podcast. Quite an unusual episode this week. I was delighted to be invited into MacGabrie Prison, which is Northern Ireland's high security facility, to record a podcast with the governor, staff and the inmates who were all taking part in a couch to 5K within the prison walls. I was lucky enough to take part in the 5K and had an opportunity to get to talk to several people before and after the event. You couldn't help but get a strong sense of, you know, there's something really good happening here, something new something of purpose, something that will, with a better luck, help the inmates whilst in the prison and with a rehabilitation with the outside world. Most of you know the freedom that our sports brings us in prison. Your body and mind can really struggle being in a confined space. You have to question if this creates a path to a better life. But given the inmates purpose and possibly a slight change in the direction may indeed help them arrive at a totally different destination in life. I was quite intrigued with the journey that everyone was taking during the challenge. We had the staff helping inmates, inmates helping staff and numerous personal journeys going on. I felt humbled by the experience and hope that many more prisons adopt a similar approach. Before we start the podcast, it's sponsored by the Dublin Mountain Marathon which is held on the 11th of May. I've been doing quite a bit of slow mountain training myself so starting to look forward to the full distance but there's also a half distance for those that fancy it. It's another great race from the legendary Don Hannan from Raw Ultra. So just check out his website to find out how to register or find him on Facebook under Raw Ultra. It's with great pleasure I bring you McGabbery Prison.
2: But yeah. well, for some reason, though, we're very critical of ourselves. Yeah. You know, we're always putting ourselves down. Like, so he said, "Oh, I'm not. I'm going to be back to the pack. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that." Like, and for some reason, there's some sort of breakdown in the system. <laughs> I, I find when I always sort of think about it and don't worry about that like I know you should always think that you're being recorded <laughs> I'm about. Your come, on. come on back in um but don't I always press recording that don't worry about that like so um. <laughs> but we're no we do we're very hard on ourselves like yeah. when you when you come out of school you don't think wow I can absolutely do anything I want to do I'm absolutely brilliant there's nothing in this world that I can't do or nothing I can't become and when you hear people starting to run just put yourselves down all the time, like... What
1: is it?
3: Because
1: you, know? like, you just see people flying past you, like... <laughs> no, I'm not <laughs> that fast. People, are. Hold on, hold on. You. So, say that again. I'm not that fast. <laughs> <laughs> Am I going to have to go in? Do you know
2: what I mean? We, we, we do it all the time. Yeah. You were brilliant, like, because you didn't care. You, when you said you didn't care yeah. that you were last, I'm I out there, the and start, I'm still doing it. I did at the start, and that was the
4: hardest battle for me to, you know... To know that you're running a park run and the volunteers are standing an extra 15 minutes waiting on you. Mm-hmm. That tour that I found in me, I just thought oh, this is so embarrassing. But like yesterday... But they're I happy to do Kay, that. And I was last and they're starting to take the line down as I'm going over it. But that doesn't bother me anymore. Because sometimes I feel guilty, I get a bigger cheer in the winter. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah. Uh,
4: but for my attempt. And that, you know, you just, I don't know, you do have to overcome it, but it's hard. It's hard. What, what's when your
3: thoughts? When does it happen?
4: <coughs> When you determine determined to do more, do you do
3: park runs? Mm-hmm. No,
2: do I, know, I did a park run. Sorry, I asked much question there. You said when does that happen? Yes, yeah. Like when do you feel... When, when,
3: when do you get past the embarrassment stage?
2: When, when you decide. When,
3: when,
2: when? It's really as simple as that. Yeah. I started running no different than you as well. I went to park run. I was last. And I was running from pillar to lamppost. Only because I had no energy coming home with something stone and just slowly surely you start building a little bit of self-confidence in yourself and that just grows and grows and grows sooner or later you're driving along you'll be driving along in the car right and you'll see somebody that's running and it's raining and they're overweight you've all seen those people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what's the thought that goes in your head do you think yourself like the flip are they doing on the road or do you think well done yeah,
0: yeah. I think we're getting yeah off. We're
2: to say, we, so when you feel that about yourself you want to think about that moment, how you feel about that person. Because mm. when people see you out there, that's exactly what they're thinking of you, even though you're not perceiving that. You're no, perceiving it, that. Like a
3: lumbering lump. You know, <laughs> it's only str- you.
4: I still struggle running on the road, and I have three years. And the first time I went out on the road and ran in between doing my couch of 5Ks, somebody then, one Saturday night, I was out and said, I seen you running. I didn't run again for three months in, the, in where I live because they seen me. And I thought, oh, they seen me running. And they were like, are you running now? And they were questioning me, and I was really embarrassed by the fact that I was running. But I was over mm-hmm. 20 stone, and I was like running and thinking, everybody's going, look at her, why is she doing it? You do? It's your own battle, but it is your own battle. Mm-hmm.
2: So through that now, you sound a lot more confident. I'm guessing you're more confident now than you were then. Oh,
4: yeah.
2: You know, when well, you start... As a person.
4: <coughs> I coach now. I, I, did a, I did a whole lot of things. To I suppose keep myself going, got myself more engaged with the running. You know, like start by volunteering park run, and then I uh, did the LRF course, and then I coach coached the five k now as well, and all those things kept me engaged in my head with it.
2: So now I see myself. So, twenty stone running on the road. The road. Mm-hmm. That's what you said, wasn't it?
4: Twenty stone now.
2: Twenty miles. stone on the run the road thing. what the hell am I doing here to? coach. Mm-hmm. Now, you, when you were running there and you were thinking that about yourself, if somebody had said to you, you're going to be co- coaching 5K, mm-hmm. never. You know, and that's just, that's one good thing about sport. It sort of builds people confidence and brings people out of mm-hmm. themselves. Something that I think the system sort of fails us in a little bit, that comes back to what I was talking to you before. You know, because everybody in this room could do absolutely anything they want to do. Where do you get that self-belief from? You know, what builds that confidence? I think sport is one thing that will guide you that way. All of a sudden, you start doing things for yourself, number one, Mm. because you live your life for everybody else. Mm. And running's a very honest thing. So whatever you put in, you get back out. Do you know what I mean? The more effort you put in... It's a unique sport because,
3: you know,
4: if you think of a team sport... The weak don't survive. Running, you know, embraces the weaker sports person, I feel like I don't like to say weaker, but it is a fact. If I'm running, like yesterday when I was running the Titanic 10K, all the people in the first position shout out at me. Where do you get a sport? You know, you don't go and play a football mm. match and the other team shouts at the person who's really <laughs> rubbish. Go on. Yeah. You know, running does that. No matter where I go, I always get, and that encouragement built me, so I think running the public's the big thing that probably taught me to embrace
5: running. It is like a community, the park runs and stuff, it is completely different. Mm.
3: Mm. No, was funny, sure, I mean, that that one kind of gay I did, they gave me a trophy at the end of it, and I thought they were taking the (laughs) mick. So I did. The thought was that we're just taking fun out of it, and then they all kept like, "No, no, we're serious. We're serious." It took a long, it took days for me to believe they actually were serious. And when you,
2: yeah, so yeah.
4: See, you need to get a few metal I have a metal collection now that. I well, I now have it sitting days. up in my in. I now have a sort yeah. of gym
3: thing at home, and I now have it sitting on the on the windowsill to remind me. It's the benefits that running gives you as well.
4: You know, it's physical and mental. I think I'm a different person from running. I think I didn't realise how negative I was. I was in that weight circle of slow world, lose a few pounds, be brilliant at losing weight. And they tell you, you know, you don't need to exercise, this is a perfect diet, And then you put it all on again, and then you go back and forward. And then all of a sudden, I realised that well, I had changed my lifestyle. It wasn't my dad. It was never my dad. It was my life. It was driving around Tesco's five times before you get to the front door. Or, you know, like I worked in a job, I had to go to London a lot and I was struggling getting on off the tube and getting to the office I had to go to and all those things I suddenly thought, you know, there's people a lot older than me and they're busy and about and I'm coming trudging along. It's
2: but you do, you, you actually, your body is an amazing thing. It's about understanding your body and your yeah. mind. So your body just adapts to the environment that it's put into. So that's why it's it's very, very important. And that's, I suppose, is one of the challenges that we have in the prison and when we've got inmates. You know, it's a confined environment. Um, what sort of challenges do you see coming with that?
0: I well, suppose, for, for me, the event that we have in our care, a lot of times they come in here and, and, you know, people think of the guys serving time in prison, ha- have lots of confidence. A lot of the times, you know, they're like anybody else they have anxiety exactly and doubt and they're in a place where it is quite crowded, um, they're, they're, there's uh, you know resources are limited, um, they're, they're, they're doing a, a sentence and they're probably at a low point in their life uh, mm-hmm. and it's it can be a grey place uh, and when you come in here the prospect there at least some time off so it's not surprising that your mental health maybe takes a bit of a mm-hmm. knock, your emotional stability is not, not in a good place so, and, and you let your physical psycho as well. well and you don't, don't go to the gym. You maybe uh, led, led a chaotic life before you came in here uh, that continues. And uh, it's no surprise then that guys just, you know, lose confidence in themselves. The busy- and there's a big strong link between the physical and the mental, isn't there? There is. We, we have found that the guys that took part, and, and these, these haven't been guys that have handpicked because they you know, the, the, the the most motivated individuals. We've got a good broad mix, like, like mm-hmm. the Broker Monster staff that have had doubts so about themselves. Uh, and the one common thing that's came out of this actually quite surprised me is that when we spoke to the guys, I usually slide up beside some guy and say, Why are you doing this? And he thought, Well, Governor, it uh, gets you off the landings and sort uh, takes away from the temptation of getting involved in stuff we shouldn't be at, like taking drugs. Uh, it lifts the head. Uh, physically, I feel better. Emotional stability is good. And I was convinced that the uh, colleague, or here briefing all the prisoners to say this to me because it was the exact same strap lines you're coming across. But there's one way I thought about it. That's because those are the real benefits of, of getting engaged in any type of physical activity and exercise It does lift the head, does prove the emotional stability, proves the physical health long term as well and also uh, over time it just gets you focused focus and lifts your, lifts your uh, levels of enthusiasm, motivation, belief that you can achieve and probably pulls a lot of guys out of the environment where they believe that this is their station in life because it's not, it's only a transitionary place in their life where it can be i going back to what
1: we're
0: saying. You to, to do something different. Yeah, they think differently. Mm-hmm. That's very what good.
2: it's all about. And like, even like r- running is one aspect, but phys- physical activity. You know, it's your body's natural place to be. Talk. So you you talk there about, like mod today in the modern, modern world. just in general. You know, mental health is a very big issue, mm-hmm. because there's this crazy rat race that's going on, and people don't really have time. Or feel it don't have time, or they don't make time, mm-hmm. and it becomes a real struggle. One thing I've seen, you know, sport really, really helps that, and really onto the point that you just were sort of making. Um, so tell me about the initiative that we're here about today. So it was the Couch to Five K? Mm-hmm. Um, how did that come
0: about? It goes back some time. I think it was twenty seventeen. That was that was um, part of that. And a, a piece that was a mark from the sad, and she came back from that there. In her normal, enthusiastic manner, she, she explained about how, how she completed it. And we were all sort of, I suppose, rooting for her. She was uh, away and we were keeping up to date with the, the internet to see how she was doing. She completed it very successfully, but she came back with a story about a guy called Duncan Slater who had also completed it, and uh, he was <coughs> double up the tape. I uh, tried the previous year, but, but wasn't able to do complete. They was they pulled them out. Basically, mm-hmm. it was uh, physically it was it was in dire streets, and it was allowed to finish. So rather than just say that, set i have given a go. We came back the following year, and, and was the first WWT to finish the the race. But yeah, a I, good I a I good a uh, person they went across here, and he was addressed to see McAvoy, and we were at to and have him across. So we came across in a bit of a visit, and we got a a, a large group of young men and and our. Multi 5th Center, the prison chapel, and was sat down and and, and uh documented his presentation. I lasted for a short of an hour. Uh, at the time it was being delivered, I didn't actually think it was going terribly well because there was there was silence and you know there was no questions at the end of it. But it turned out the guys were just so so struck by the um, <coughs> the level of resilience he showed. Uh, how back to what we were saying, this isn't your station life. You know, if you think differently, you can achieve everything. Um, and a few of the guys that, 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 that took part in that like actually had approached talking afterwards and asked somebody to come across and do some events, so it was, it was prisoner-led. So we got talking, next thing was uh, uh, we, we got grouped into what we thought was a short 5K, <laughs> which became a, a 10K, which then became a half marathon, and row, half marathon run, and it was joint prisoner and, and prison staff. We all trained for it, the different levels of <laughs> participation. <laughs> and and it happened. It happened the thirty first of March. just about a year ago, a year and a day ago. Um there was a five hour <laughs> limit on it. Um, we all raised money for charity. It was going to Duncan's uh, Walking with the Winded and also to the Northern Ireland Children's Hospice. Uh, the the that took part in it, you know. we brilliant. Uh, some of them trained really, really hard for it. Um but, you know, there's guys of all abilities and mm-hmm. all ages that took part. Uh, we all completed the task. Um, did, you, did you see a change in people when they were doing that? Like Absolutely, and they ended
3: up on the floor. Uh. <laughs> 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 it,
0: was, it was very challenging. It was a challenge for me. I don't think I would actually achieve it. And then it's sort of one of these things at the end. up. I haven't really trained enough for this. And you sort of try and wing it in the day. and just about 30 seconds to spare within the five hours. But for me, it was my personal achievement. Because exactly. you know, I'm 50 this year and I'm 49 and... Uh, going back to what we said, I was travelling up and down here for three years and then when you start, you know, move a bit less and eat yeah. the sea and read a bit more, you know, and the pounds go on. So it could be something to focus on. But, you know, as a result of that there, uh, you know, we came away thinking that was really, really good. You know, w- what aspects of that could we take forward, you know, when Dublin heads mm. back across the water? We well, got talking to Alison, the next thing, you know, Princess Trust came in and then we re-engaged with them. We put yeah. us in touch with the Belfast Community Sports Development Network mm-hmm. and they deliver a very short programme. Uh, it was see the short term prisoners that the Acro deal with as well, and they were the the the, the, the uh, positive outcomes for short term prisoner course. But they dealt with guys, um, that was in the setting of, of delivering, uh, you know, a variety of sports fitness. There was a little bit of dietary advice. Sexual health was also in there, uh, and also exposed them to empty sport through, through football, uh, rugby, and and, and games. And that was a good taster and these certainly weren't you know these were guys in the past that would probably have had lower levels of motivation and i was quite struck in the, the presentation of uh, who was all on there but again the enthusiasm levels of life going forward was absolutely amazing uh, and from there ifa we've engaged with ifa the association they've been in ulster rugby and in the latest organization was gaa uh, who, who all have massive links into the community setting so um, we're saying sort of, I suppose it's just sort of self-perpetuating, it's, it's just rolling along as we speak and and, and you know, we, we learn from the success of one thing and adapt and do other things as a result of that. This took us on then to working for Ford and Ascellate the Couch to five K. And again it had the same same strands and themes that all the rest have. It's about sport, it's about you know improving mental health, uh, you know, physical health, emotional regulation. And I think I found and personally I went on to do other things since then. My my initial e piece has spurred me on to, do do greater physical activity. It is about, you know, in, in life getting yourself that level of confidence mm-hmm. and, and believing you can achieve. And for the guys in here who believe maybe that this this is it. Uh, you know, it's about making them believe there's something different out right there beyond release. And that's ultimately contributing towards just re-offending. Do you think it builds their confidence up? It does. It mm-hmm. does. Guys, uh there's guys we see going out and and um it has worked very well because we've quite a committed bunch. Some individuals you know, don't take no for an answer when it comes to uh, co opting mm-hmm. individuals in, especially their network colleagues. And mm-hmm. there's anyone know, certainly isn't going to do all the gym bunnies every day and getting them involved. There are some guys that love doing every course, and some guys that just don't believe they can do a 5k and are, are convinced that they can. But you do see the confidence levels coming forward. Um, and again, that, that's given, you know, if someone comes off that and thinks that achieves something. And achieve accreditation as a result of this. Mm. And maybe achieve something that they can they can use on the outside, and uh, their the family set, and maybe it's young, young young lad for football or coaching or young daughter, or rugby, or or give games, whatever. But if that gets a greater sense of suppose engagement with the family, makes them believe that they can achieve other things in the back of that, maybe get some involved mm. in education, who knows? The mm. sky's the limit. I think it goes back to this thing, you know, you only start behaving differently when you start thinking differently. Yeah. And that doesn't start on its own and our of interventions we deliver in here can do something but you need that realisation of the individual to say Look, I want to do something different and sport's a good way to flick that switch.
2: So how have, you even, how have you found it yourself even? So this was something that came in through the prison. How long have you been here for governor I've been in this prison. Uh, I've been in this prison four years. Four years. So you knew what it was like before we sort of introduced these? Well at the time,
0: the time uh, myself and the rest of the governors here all came out it was post the 2015 inspection. For anyone outside the criminal justice system, that means very little, but within the criminal justice system, the McGabby 2015 inspection was a, was a one of those watershed moments when it was uh, it received a very poor uh, assessment that was described as Dickensian. Um, the initial part and challenge as a result of that was to, to get things stable, um, to get, uh, I suppose, predictability in delivering the regime, or the, the core day, as we call it, just the, the daily activities. Uh, and from that we, we get to send people out on lockdown more and might send them out to work, education, different skills and the sport and pace is a natural progression beyond that mm. because it's a supplement that, that gets more, more guys off landings on a daily basis and keeps them occupied constructively. Sends them back mentally and physically tired at night and less of a chance will be a supplement which doesn't contribute to reducing their mm. And how did you find, firstly starting with yourself
2: then, so you just saw, as you said, got pulled into it there. <laughs> next thing you know you're having the freaking train for 13 miles like and you're like how the hell and the- you think you've got plenty of time the next thing you know is in two weeks time you're like oh shit i really haven't put the work in here ever sort
0: of happened sort of to that <laughs> <laughs> um, But out I, I, around where we're right i started going out and doing, doing the 5ks and stuff and then building up from that and even the treadmill in here was here two or three days week, so most weeks at the start are you married? I'm married, yes. What did your wife think at that time? You started i exactly quite pleased. It uh, <coughs> diverts you away from doing other things that <laughs> are hardly as good for the mental health and physical health and emotional stability like that, sitting watching TV, and you know. Mm-hmm. And in any job, you know, it's very tempting. I you know if, if you're sitting in the house, you know, it's very tempting to, 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 to maybe have a little table on a Friday night and a Saturday night, and then I can come on Thursday night, so, you know. But it gets you doing something different. It gets you out and about mm-hmm. and, and diverts you away from, you know. Did,
2: you, did you feel that in? momentum then when you were doing that? Do you feel like you're improving a little bit, or some days you're getting
0: that little win, on your own. The very start, the level I was at, and I always dabbled a lot, different things, done a bit of but cycling, which I quite enjoy still. But for me, the running was something I hadn't done in twenty years. Um, first five K I did was on the treadmill at work, and then I started recording my times and you know and the, the pace and so on. Uh, I think the first 30, 50 minutes probably be similar to the time today mm-hmm. because I haven't been doing much, but but that went down very quickly. And I, 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 nipping minutes off it, and then it was seconds, and then I actually got myself down to about 25 45, for me that was quite That's good. Brilliant, yeah. Because you know, even get the sub, sub 30 minutes within about mm-hmm. a month or three months, I thought it was, it was brilliant. Can you remember that moment you've got uh, 30, 30 minutes? minutes? Well, I remember going home and sending my wife because she was doing doing park <coughs> runs, and, and she told me what her best time was, and it was like a, a 25 55 or something. And I went, right, and she says, You're going to go and try and beat that because we're like thirty seconds, thirty-five seconds off that. And I went, No, no, it's just three that's the way you are. So on, and then I thought, you well, I actually worked it out, what speed I'd have to do. Reverse <laughs> engineered yeah. like <to> it. <laughs> and then I put that into the, into the trip and, and off I went. And I struggled a bit, slow down a wee bit, and at the end of a bit of a burst that came on and says, Yes, my time was. And I just recorded that and I was I gave it a bit so, of so a bit So before. how did you break the news to your wife? <laughs> I by the way, I was at the gym day and the poor shreker just now held by not by you. And she sort of laughed, you know, but uh, she's moved on to the other other types of things. And so have I. It just them, just doesn't stop them running, that you know, they're on something now now that the better weather's and the later nights. I'm going, to, I'm going to get back into, um, but you know, coming up that was cycling, just even going to the gym doing fitness courses, mm-hmm. and so on, strength and conditioning, a little bit of everything, but it all gives you the
2: same buzz. Do you think that that. 13 miles, um, running 30 miles a row, then I sort of
0: injected a bit more enthusiasm and motivation I, to you. It did, it did. Um, honestly, when it did get new the time, I was actually praying for a freak snow. <laughs> uh, I was sitting a bit of a but as I said, you know, how you want to manage it, and I think I most certainly how you want manage it. I said, I'll we'll just win it on the day, and and I think that, that was it. Now, the row I found okay, the most I, I trained, I always worked the principle in anything in life, if you can do 70% of it before the day, you know, the stamina and the generals will carry you through. But the, the most we done was half that distance. And I actually missed the training for that, and then came and done it myself, and trained for an hour and a bit, and, and done a, like, I think it was maybe a 10, yeah. 10k <coughs> row and 10k run, and uh, it was tight, and I thought oh, it was going to be more difficult than I thought. But um, I say on the day, the, the row, um, I kind of came in like, actually last. At the day, yeah. it was 4 hours, fifty nine minutes, and 30 seconds. Uh, there were some guys set up at last train pace. My uh my run came in it, I think. Uh it would be rose two hours but I was quite happy with that. My run was uh we took the other two hours, fifty-nine and thirty. So tight enough. But there was a bit of, there was a bit of cover there amongst it, but I was getting it really tight and it felt as if I was doing nothing more than a quick walk at the end, last probably two or three mm. miles. There was one of the guys the prisoner here and he he had fade on his run. Uh and between them giving me, just give me some groups to try and get the sugar levels up. And then the a the guy on the other side, uh, he actually jumped on and says, I'll i, I pace with you and I says, Oh you've done you've done your running, that's no, okay. And he did, he did and that actually helps for me a lot. Of yeah, that's good. The I mean. last three minutes I think they played of the Tiger, so we all talk <laughs> up the steps and then the uh, side, just collapse. I'm not not fit as I've been Getting a severe beating
2: for about a week and a half. What was the competition like during them? Because like, their mates must love that, to be
0: fair. They they do. There were some guys there who (coughs) were... uh, You've got to run into the guys outside of the PDU. I actually smoked myself, but I stopped four years ago. But uh, I didn't have a smoker, probably 30 cigarettes a day. We saw little guys standing having a having a cigarette and some not, but just standing outside and you would ask you about the training, it was very very As guys do, amateur professional, very cagey, you know, much, I'm you doing know, nothing, you know, haven't been out for days, you know. <laughs> the, the guy standing, he's lost two stones, he you know, like season like a third like a horse and you're going, are you doing know, much? No, I'm doing nothing, you know, leave like, that there, you know, so. There's a bit of that going on about, you know, and people, people comparing times, I was just comparing, you know, the ability to finish. <laughs> But as a result of that there, there, there some of the, the prisoners who, who were major, major hours, there was pieces. Yeah, And it was good to see, because a real good competition amongst them. It
2: was great. all yeah. very friendly.
0: Have you ever heard of the guy, um, Johnny McAvoy?
2: Johnny McAvoy was yeah. rowing, in pr- he was actually, I think it was armed robbery that he was actually he was right, committed for. Yeah. Um, he actually broke two world records in prison, I think, rowing. Mm, yeah and you know he has talked very openly you know about the release and the purpose Mm -hmm. and the focus that that sort of gives him i can sort of relate that i can imagine especially when you've got staff involved in that that rivalry you know because either way and you've you've talked about your wife Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know that rivalry exists there Um, and that's bound to be a good driver a good motivator for the inmates like well
0: we've seen that different programmes we've run were BBC, SDM, where AFA, Ultra Rugby, uh, GAA piece uh, and we we'll have staff take part in that there. And and even in the GAA piece and the rugby piece sometimes it can get quite physical, some of the targets are going on and you know it's a good physical sport but it's all good clean fun, there's no malice in it. Uh, and it's, 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 it's mixed up a bit you know because it's not yeah. staff versus prisoners, it's not like you know the longest yard or something like that. You know, there's guys mixed on both sides of the teams and uh, just there's
5: a need lot to achieve, and within, within that, what it happens there. it's just very good. It, yeah, I think when you go out on the pitch, it's, whilst it's still, there's still prisoners and prison officers, there is that discipline and respect. Mm-hmm. You know, and what, season, or what happens on the pitch does stay on the pitch as such. And as, as Andy said, the tackles really, especially in the rugby, the tackles do complain in. But and you think that might boil over then maybe that evening, you know, when they're back on the landing and stuff. But at the end of it, Everybody shakes hands and it's it's good that way and it, it, the sport in general it definitely helps to improve relationships with between prisoners and staff especially with the five K coming up I mean there's guys doing it and I said to them I was doing the run as well today and they'll stop you out and about and they'll say you know how you getting on and what you know they want to know what your last time was because I wanted to beat it and <laughs> um, you know I like that it's good again it. it's it. it it just helps to bridge that gap that there can be sometimes between staff and prisoners that it, everyone's on an equal playing field when you go out and do that 5k so uh, and everyone's out together to gather to do it. sort has been very good in the past telling people what to do when to do it and when not to do it and in a certain
0: way being good at that there that strips away the person's ability to make decisions for themselves and it strips away people's mm-hmm. confidence over time so we're moving back through your, the prisoner development model they're very much individualized approaches made it to define the risks, needs, and strengths of the individual, uh, and addressing those. But in that, it's also about giving ownership back to the individual, and not sitting there when it all goes wrong and then saying, "Well, what, what, what are you doing for me?" It's about saying, "Well, what are you going to do for yourself?" So it's getting back to that, you know, personal motivation. And when we do that, then we have to be there to challenge and support them, Uh, and that works better. Whenever you've got, you know. Someone and they can look at you as if you're you're, you're not, 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 not not more not so, so much an authoritarian figure, but someone who's there to mentor and coach them, almost like a mm-hmm. coach. Yeah. And can jump the challenge them and say, look, you don't want to be doing that. You want to be doing this. And think about doing that. What's the repercussions? and What side comes of that? There. If you want something different, let's do do, do something different. And it's about that important and challenge because ultimately that's the only way that guys will stop coming to prison when they change. Uh, and that has to come from within. Mm-hmm. I know that sometimes that monks <coughs> think that's all right. I suppose only approach to it, but, but uh, if you think the worst thing you can do to any person, whether it be a colleague, friend or her child, if anyone's uh, any parents, and you say, you'll not do that, the first response is that you'll not tell me what to do. Um, so sometimes just giving people options and let them choose themselves and making the mistakes in the control environment, and that's what we do here very well. Uh, I suppose that's really the three, you know, all the work we've done over the this past four years, from 2015, the Prisoner Development Model in MacGabry was always very strong. Um, it was assessed probably one off the top rating, top rating is very hard to yeah. get. Our last inspection, <coughs> just after, must have been April, May 2018, um, we were assessed to have the highest, highest scored uh, pressure development unit anyone could achieve. Um, that's a first for McAugbury, that was a major success and no small part of that was the whole sport piece mm. that came with that, I think that just took us to mm. a different dimension, uh, Northern Ireland Prison Service itself, as it's punching well above its weight when it comes to rehabilitation, reducing, offending. Um, whereas 2015, we're almost like a basket case in, in, in the Western world. Sounds like a very exciting time, to be
2: honest, listening to you and how far on the journey that you've came on. Um, and even from the sport, and listening to yourself talk there, like. Um, it sounds like that the staff are getting as much out of this initiative as the inmates yeah. are.
5: I, I think I've come into the the prisoner Unit at a good time. I've been in you there for rugby. Yeah, mm-hmm. I so myself and another guy in the office we brought in also for rugby. And I think I came in at a good time because <coughs> I had worked in the, in the houses before, and then coming into the PDU, and then being exposed to these programs. I mean, when you're in the houses, you're you're with the prisoners all day every day, mm-hmm. but and you get to know them very well, but. Now, coming into the PDU, you're working with them on a completely different level. And especially getting involved with these, with these programmes and courses. I mean, Colin and I, we weren't long in and we thought we wanted to bring something new. The that hadn't been here before. Most of the guys would play football. You know, they've all played football and, and different things. But rugby seemed to be something that a lot of the guys in here had never had a chance to play before. And whether that's where they came from or... Mm. And sometimes rugby seen as a bit of a privilege, you know, a privileged person's sport. So, very quickly made contact with Ulster Rugby and, and they came in and, and um, we ran a 12-week programme. But, I mean, there were exciting things within that. They brought in their nutritionist yeah. who works with the players and she gave a quick, a quick talk to the guys about nutrition and that kind of thing. But very quickly after that, the prisoners were coming to us and giving us that, you know, they were giving us ideas for how the programme should go forward in their eyes. And they wanted they were saying, you know, if we can do this rugby again or any course. If we can bring someone in from a nutritionist point of view, and you know, and look at what meals they could make in here with the supplies they have, because it's not like you know, it's not like you're at home and you've got all the cookers and you all know, the and hard all the spice. herbs and spices. It's very different. I mean, uh, the, the guys would use microwaves quite a lot, and obviously they've got the tuck shop that they can buy supplies from. So we think it'd be a good idea to look at what the pris- you know, what the prisoners have access to, what they can buy, mm-hmm. the food that's supplied as part of their meals, what they can come up with. You know, just uh, uh, create a plan that sort of suits that environment. Exactly, because it's all you know. They it's all well and good. They might do in the sport, but I think it's good and encouraging that the prisoners are coming and saying, "Yeah, the sport's great, but we want to have that." You know the nutrition side of it as well. They want you know they're interested mm-hmm. in that. I mean, a lot of sometimes you think these guys are just coming out here because it's to run around for an hour and they're going to go back to their cell and forget about it. But we find a lot of the guys are coming, and it's not just that they're coming to the session, but they're going back they are doing a bit of research into things like nutrition. It gives um, them a new so interest. For yeah, them. exactly. Yeah. And the mind and body needs growth and stimulation,
2: isn't it? So even playing football yeah. is good. Some stimuli, but it's, it's just the same again. So yeah. introducing people to new things and new stimulation obviously helps mm-hmm. people and builds their confidence, motivation, their self-esteem. I'm sort of ins- interested from a staff's perspective because I work in quite a challenging environment I'm a manager in my job and you know sport really helps me with my mental health mm-hmm. and I'm interested in the staff here and how that sort of because you worked in the houses before now you're working out in the open and you're working with all these initiatives mm-hmm. how do you find that for yourself do you find you know that sort of you're more motivated coming to work things like that or
5: because of what I do now? Yeah. Absolutely. Not that I wasn't motivated before and I did enjoy what I did. But to put that clause there. <laughs> 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 But it's completely different and where we work it's in the grand scheme of things it's a fairly small team compared to the population of staff around the jail. And it's it's a place that a lot of people want to get into and it is quite hard to get into. it. Um, and I suppose from,
0: from I suppose I work in the PD a lot, that enthusiasm I've come across but for me it's been quite interesting to go back at the whole journey uh, yeah. and how the sporting piece has really contributed towards what we're trying to do, and just reaffirmed, but how the impact that's had on not just the staff but the the partner agencies. We have like next here with a number of other agencies that are now thinking along the same the same sort of aims we, we all are. And it's interesting to see how traditionally this wasn't a role for prison staff, but, but yet it has become mainstream within the prisoner development unit, um and not confined to our, our PEAs or our, our gym instructors. Um, but it does get once they work closer together, an uh, agency work, and it's all contributing towards a, um, a common aim now, which did mm-hmm. doesn't feel as if we were just there yeah, before. Yeah. It's oh. good. Well, a really good place, and as well as that, you know, we've got staff now that are just not involved in doing that prisoner development. You know, uh, encouraging and challenging. We're doing it through different ways, and if it works, if, if, the, if the vehicle works and how how you do it, you know, it should be continued. Do you find that
2: people have got their eyes on this and that they're learning from that themselves, or interested in it?
0: Well What's we have it? had a number of uh, we, we do get a number of requests for I suppose people to come and visit Maggabri and I suppose Mc across a, a number of variations just not in the prisoner Development unit across in you know, mm-hmm. safety respect and, uh, and constructive activity. Uh, we, we've scored very favourably compared to past inspections. So we have a number of people coming in here and visits uh, from a number of sources, some criminal justice sector, some not. Uh, academics and so on and maybe we do the tours with them and maybe reinforce what this is all part of an overall picture and we're all all striving towards um and a change has you know for an organization it's been major change and it is possible same way as change for the individuals possible if you you commit yourself to it and think differently so um from the inside i suppose we won't give ourselves the credit but the the, the amount of massive change that has took place in, in, in the last three or four years um but it has been massive uh, it has been uh, well, well, uh, well documented, and I suppose it's been appreciated by other external and organizations. That has been quite uh, dramatic, that change for the better.
1: Yeah, I don't think it
2: should be underestimated. To be honest, like, um, because whether you're in prison or not in prison, you know, people that have sort of taken on this journey themselves. We talked about it earlier on. There, um, you know, it's given people outside of prison a new lease of life. Mm-hmm. And new purpose instead of just being in that rat race and that grind, now, the people that listen to the podcast are very much those people. Mm-hmm. And running is there's been a huge running boom, not because of running, like who the hell wants to run? Like it's painful, it's hard. <laughs> Nobody really wants <laughs> want to run. Well,
0: well, our our past, Robbie, was the fact that we took people. You know, we were fairly always fairly good at taking people to to the gate on release, and so then had sent Mm. And then coming out from a, a fairly structured northern environment into and, and going out to the same place, mixing the same people and doing the same things that they did before. And then, then wondering if it resulted in the same, same outcome coming back to prison. So, so
5: where this really is different going
0: forward is it's, you know, we have better engagement now with the with other organisations beyond the gate. But if someone leaves be in you know, the right frame of mind that, you know, They've picked up a good habit in custody, and that's about looking after mm-hmm. themselves physically mentally <coughs> emotionally. Uh, they've cleaned up their diet, they've got structure, they can, they can focus, they can believe, they can work with it themselves. Well, if we can achieve that, and anyone going out this this, they're more likely to turn up to park on a Saturday yeah, morning, yeah. less likely to yeah. be out in the night before day all hours and do whatever. And if that gives them that focus inside,
5: you're looking for them to translate that outside and give themselves self Yeah, Has anyone the
1: benefit
5: We We would have a lot of guys as well that would ask. Especially off the back of there rugby, but there, because these guys want to maintain this. It's all well and good doing it while you're in prison, but as it was just said, some sometimes people think it's just waving them bye bye it and that's it. But a lot of the guys are interested in in linking up with a local club and I think it's some kind of mentorship there as well. And I think that's great that. That I it's being talked about as well. That clubs are mm-hmm. open to that, you know, taking guys in and, and helping to in for them. Well, and I, runs I, would, the I was
2: just about to say, I think your timing is perfect, and that's why I think the model is working so well. Ten years ago, it wouldn't have because people weren't running, mm-hmm. and it wasn't this big, huge boom out there. And when you left here, where'd you go? You'd become that sole runner down the road that everybody's looking at you, What the heck are you doing? I <laughs> run but now, when you go out, it's such a boom. There's park runs everywhere, there's races, there's two or three races every single mm-hmm. week. Um, you know, the people that you know, you'll go out and they're, they're running and they're joining these races. And you're like, and if you're giving them that gift almost, then they don't feel as isolated when they go out mm-hmm. into the world. Yeah. They actually, well, actually, I, I've done this. This is something I can be part of. And I know through what we've done in prison, we've done The Couch to 5K. Mm-hmm well, I can now do park runs. Mm-hmm. And it's where that, that's where the journey really, really starts, is getting that self-belief to, I, I hate the words, I can't run the length of myself. I might have people that say that, and then all, but you've actually given them, broken down that barrier. And with a bit of luck, that will continue in that momentum, and it will actually cross over into other aspects of your life, as in, okay, I didn't think I could do that, now I can do that. Okay, now I'm going to try. Maybe I can do a 10K. Well, actually, I've done the 10K. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Then maybe I can actually do that job that I always wanted to do. How do I do that? And it's no different than training for the 10K or the half marathon. Okay, this is what I want to do. These are the skills that I have to gain. Mm-hmm. And then you sort of go down that path, you know? Yeah. And it, I don't think it makes a difference whether I go talk to inmates or staff or the governor or even myself. Journey is very similar for everybody, I think, mm-hmm. um, especially as we get get on in life, and you haven't had that before, mm-hmm. and you just you work and you pay your bills and you go home, you grind, 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 grind. All of a sudden, this door opens up with a bit of light behind it, yeah. and there's a whole world out
5: there that you can. Mine has started in here to be honest. I mean, I the last couch to five k a few months ago. I can't remember how long ago it was. I was actually told, the, the, the run was on the Monday, and I was told at about midnight on the Saturday night by a certain individual that I was doing it. So you, know, you had to fill the a full day, you know, so By the way, you <laughs> are doing, doing this 5K, so, and I've never, I've always been sporty, but run, and I ran at school and a wee bit at university, but nothing serious. Mm. Um, so I thought, right, okay, sure, it'll be a bit of crack. And I went into it thinking, I mean, I had no concept of time, didn't even know how far 5K was in my head, had no clue. And um, I thought, initially I thought, well, if, I don't know, I, I picked a random number, I said, I don't know, half an hour, is that a good time? So, and this is the day off the race, and as, as the time went on, I thought, no maybe I could do 28 minutes. And then I thought, no, anything under 25, I'll be happy. So, went out and, and did the 5k, and, and loved it. And I finished it in 20 to 30. That, that was my first one I'd, I'd really ever done. And just from different people telling me, know, well, that that's that's a really good time. That kind of spurred me on to to Stay do a bit of more of it. So I went home that night and signed up to park run. Straight away that night. Went to my first park run that week that weekend. Um, got it down to twenty two minutes. My first one, so that again gave me motivation to. It hasn't got much lower than that. That's kind of where it has stayed. But even off the back well, the of questions that, questions there. By the way, it was coming. So what is your PB in your park run now? I think it's. I think no, I haven't done one in a while. I think it's about twenty one fifty. So it is twenty one fifty. You know what your PPA is, but <laughs> <So>, yeah, twenty one fifty. Um, I would like to get it a lot lower. <coughs> I I actually find it hard to. Whilst I had, mo- I was quite motivated at the time, and I, I am motivated. I I actually find it quite hard, and I drift in and out. Mm. And if I don't, there's times I might not go for a run for a week, and then. I'd say to myself, no, like I need to go out and do and do something. I actually personally find it quite hard to get up and do that. To keep the momentum. i not I don't know what it is, because off the back of then the end of park runs have signed up for the marathon, Belfast Marathon. Okay. So yeah. you're doing Belfast Marathon this year? Yep, it this year. And So you've got more than one day to train for this? Alex stations now. <laughs> um I mean I, I, I <laughs> definitely have May yeah.
1: yeah.
2: So what what's the furthest distance
5: you've run so far? <laughs> don't say part one. You might get slapped. No, honestly, <laughs> the uh, the furthest distance is about fourteen miles. Okay. Which isn't good. Why is that? Why you know, it's not bad bad. No, I know it's not. I know personally going into the marathon, people will be thinking, "What an idiot! I need to be." I I don't I don't even know myself. People may be thinking you need to be at twenty miles. Or whatever at this stage. Um, <laughs> <I was>, uh, <laughs> to be honest, I went out. It was it was a few weeks ago. I said right, I'm gonna go out. The initial plan was to do a five k, and and that was it. And I went out. But at the point where I was going to turn back, I thought, Why would I turn back? I felt I felt like I hadn't even ran. You know to that stage, so I thought I'm gonna keep going here, and I kept going out the road, and I kept going and I kept going, into the next time. Eventually, I did turn back. Um, I was sore at the end of it but it did feel good that without any real training it was it was park runs and stuff before yeah. that that I had gone out and was able to do it. Um, it and it does come back and it's not an excuse but I, I do find it hard sometimes to stay motivated mm. I, do, I don't know what it is and I do think I'll, sometimes I think do you know what I'll wing it on the day maybe I will maybe I won't but I, I do find motivation hard
0: well
2: the one key thing the one key thing about motivation is mo- motivation you don't have motivation then go motivation comes from doing yeah. that's mm-hmm. the key thing about motivation and if you wait for motivation to go out and do something it will never come mm-hmm. but you just go out every day and go through the grind then you'll get very motivated so
0: motivated comes from action mm-hmm. that's a key thing mm-hmm. to remember I heard there uh, fairly recently I thought it was quite good that was like uh, on paraphrasing here it was about you know curfew your thoughts because they become your words your words become your actions your actions <coughs> form habits your habits form character, and your character is your destiny. You know, so I thought that was quite good. So you know, good. if you if you if you start thinking a certain way, then don't be surprised if your whole life mm-hmm. can change. And and that's that's really what it's about. Your
2: life is a composite of all of your habits. It's really as simple as that. You think that you are in control of your life when actually you're just following the same habits every single day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's no different getting up, brushing your teeth. Mm-hmm. But that guess. doesn't I,
3: take thought, do you
2: see? <laughs> no, but it takes. <laughs> no. Thought can change it though. Yes, absolutely. Th- that's right. the key thing. To, if you recognise that it's your habits that are controlling your day and the output of your day, then you look at... It's, it's very difficult to stop a habit, but you can rewrite it. It's very simple to rewrite a habit. So what time you get up and bet, uh, Like, Don't focus on waiting for your motivation because that's a big failure that people do. Do you know what I mean? You need to create a habit. And you do that by writing that down and understanding. So if you're going to write on Monday, okay, I'm going to get up at 6 o'clock and go for a two-mile run or whatever it is, and just create the habit of doing that. The motivation will follow that. So I I, I was injured there for... I mentioned it again on the podcast. I'm like, this real soft story. <laughs> Talking about this frigging injury. But what I did was, I went out and walked the same time I should have been training just to maintain the habit of going mm-hmm. or else yeah. I'll mm-hmm. lose the motivation. Mm-hmm. But you can... With the right mindset, you know, this, like, there's nothing you can't do. It's amazing that you actually signed up for the marathon and had the courage to do that. Mm-hmm. And like, you know you can run 14 miles. You can walk the other 12. Like, you know it's n- nothing's going to happen. Like. But the key thing about a marathon is, to <coughs> me, which I think is really important, is the journey and training for the marathon. The marathon is absolutely amazing. Like my first marathon, I think I sobbed most of the way around it. Because you're in with, a, it's not the way you imagine it's going to be. You're in with a group of people that are going through a real struggle during the marathon and the training that they've gone to do uh, to be there. Or off. And it's quite an amazing thing. You know, you'd be running next to somebody who's lost their son. You'll be running next to yeah. somebody who's just lost their mum. remember talking to a guy who was running his um, sister's vest, who had died two weeks before, and she had signed up for the marathon. Mm-hmm. And it's a whole different world that you'll, you'll not expect. And when you cross that, you'll go through great suffering, like at the end of it, great suffering. But yeah. in anything in life, you know, it's the end.
5: Yeah. It's- I think, like, I, I do, when I say that about struggle with motivation, it, th- and what you just said, different people's stories, I mean, I suppose it, it'll always take me back to... one of the, I mean, one of the reasons why I did it as well, um, and I, I don't normally tell too many people, but it would be... Uh, well about a year ago my uncle passed away he had cancer and he was in the place very fairly healthy Um, and never ran marathons or any of that but it just came completely out of the way and I think from that point I had decided that I wanted to do different things that because I I, I think we're all quite good at it you put things off and because I you know I'm still young I think others I've got years to do that so from that I've kind of decided that I wanted to do something different as often as I can so I'd already spoken to Lauren mm-hmm. once I do this and I still I, I know I will finish the marathon I will do it as much as I'm panicking I will do it and I want to keep the running up um, but I'm kind of looking ahead to what I want to do next so I'm thinking of taking up cycling I'd love to even cycle around Ireland or you know from Scotland down, down mm-hmm. to England um, so whilst I do sometimes struggle with motivation I, you know that does take me back but I am quite good at setting goals as well and usually you know, whenever I set them I will do it I might whinge a lot along the way, but... That's you know, natural, we all do that. But I will do it, but I think ha- having something like that, it, that also made me realise that you never know, you know what's going to happen and mm-hmm. why I keep putting things off. It's all well and good. Saying that That's I'm a very, go. very wise head that you yeah.
2: have. He's a very wise young man. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of people don't learn that until it's too late in life, yeah. to be honest. and Life mm-hmm. is about living. Mm-hmm. It's not about just grinding, grinding. We think we have this infinite amount of days. Mm-hmm. Um, today is really the only day that counts like and it's what you're going to yeah. do with that we all have got 24 hours you know it's what you do with how that 24 it, yeah. hours depends on your outcome and one thing i will talk about the, to the inmates about just one small change in direction can bring you to a totally different destination like mm-hmm. that's a very powerful thing but it's just your thought process and how you process process things, it really can actually change it. You're sitting there very quiet, you know, <laughs> as if I'm not going to talk to you. I was
0: going to say that I'm probably the, the, the one one person who...
4: Shouldn't
2: be here. No, no, no. No,
0: you took it off. Uh, <laughs> so we've done three part runs.
2: Well, not three part runs, sorry. Three um, couch-to-five k's here, haven't we? Have we? No, is this the third one? I don't uh, know. There's I, there's I, I sort of be, I I ignored them. <laughs> Yes. Um, so is this your first one?
3: No, this is my will se- be the second.
2: Oh, so you enjoyed the first one that no, much? Hate- no,
3: I know. No, absolutely <laughs> not.
2: So, said- so tell me about your introduction to it then, because this isn't something you've done in the past at all.
3: No, no, I am a complete, I hate sport. Completely and offline. Beautiful. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, when I was at school, I uh, had a, a permanent limp on the basis of so I could stay out of sports. I had sick notes every every week. Um, no, I ab- no, there is nothing further from my uh, enjoyment than sports. <laughs> but then there's some very annoying people in this work who don't allow you to, to be like that and encourage you to do things. But, but, then, uh, but then as a result
0: of, of that whole piece you got involved in setting your own objectives going forward and, and well, goals in life. And well, yeah,
3: well, I, I mean, well, to, to be fair, I have there's my daughter's getting married, so I had a sort of slight... You object. had a why? Yes, uh, thankfully I had a why, and um, and therefore I thought and said, I really have to do something, because I have really got out of well, really bad shape at the end of the day, so I decided I have to do something, and so about five months ago started training, with a prisoner to be fair. Brilliant. Um. Who, uh, really, who's, who's our well-being mentor and a uh, very intelligent, informed person. So and I, I was rubbish and still am rubbish now. But, um, and I, I, I had no flexibility, I had no mm-hmm. stamina, I had no nothing. And um, so it started off very simply and then just gradually, slight, you know, built slightly over, t- over time.
2: Can you remember the first time you ran a mile? And okay. got through well, the <laughs> and you remember the first time you actually made, you actually well, both, you yeah. know, you knew that was a mile. Yeah, yes. So how, what, how did that feel?
3: Knackering. <laughs> uh, I don't get a buzz. I don't get, I don't, I'm not like these people who sit there and think, you know, this is great. No, I sit there and go, huh.
2: But even after the fact, you know, the no. next day, no. I'm not talking about adrenaline, because you, you, you've still done it. I know, and but you're still I two miles.
3: I I get very little enjoy. I get very little satisfaction out of it. In fact, out of the racing, I get no satisfaction whatsoever. I get satisfaction at the result. The result you get.
2: So, is so your daughter getting married? Mm-hmm. What did she think once she heard that you finished five K?
3: Oh th- yeah! I mean, the family are chuffed.
2: Very proud. Absolutely.
3: Can't can believe th- their mother could do it.
2: How did that make you feel?
3: Well, that made me feel excited.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she a I am going to get
0: her. <laughs> so there's that aspect of it, yeah. though. And yeah, has been about bit disingenuous because you know you you had a, a goal in your mind and you have achieved that, and it was, yes. that was the, the, the L- change, change body shape and yeah. everything and, and you easily
3: achieved that. See, I'm a stubborn. Well, not sorry, I'm a stubborn guy. <laughs> you're not a stubborn person. <laughs> um, yeah, I I like setting goals. Yeah. And like getting to them, like at the end of the day, you know. So. It's the sport bit, isn't the bit? Hmm. It's about getting to the object, the you know the target, and it it could be anything, you know to an extent. But it just happens in this case that it happens to be exercise.
2: Yeah, but <coughs> like exercise is tough. Like we all feel Awful. it, like, you know. Mo Farah feels it. You think yeah. you don't? People see these like athletic people, they all go through it. That's a real struggle. I find it hard to put my foot out the door in the morning. Mm-hmm. But you create the habit that allows you to do that. I find it hard to, to go through the grind. Um, I'm lucky I do get that buzz, because that's my sense of freedom mm. from outside the world and releases all the stresses that your body takes mm-hmm. in all day long. Um, it's obviously adding stress to you. Absolutely, completely. I <laughs>
3: haven't got to that enjoyment stage yet.
2: But it's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. You have to recognise it's a beautiful thing that when you're out there training with one of the prisoners, mm-hmm. like, that's a very special thing. Do you know what I mean? The two of you are coming together, whether you're a staff, a prisoner or not, to actually train together and really support each other.
3: Well, absolutely. Because yeah. the prisoners
2: is supporting you as much Comple- as you're supporting com- them. Yeah,
3: completely, completely.
2: Like you have to recognise that as being a real special thing, like, you know, and you won't get that in most prisons. And if you didn't have that sport, I wonder, would those relationships
0: exist? Well, I know. I suppose before there was more, you know, it was more sort of uh, black and white, and and the thought of I only speak, but personally from my experience, the thought of, of a governor who was supposed to train them alongside or taking part alongside an activity like the, the, the half the with so half, the and things, half and Row, half Martin Run, but it's sort of been unheard of. It wouldn't have been you know something that would Going uh, Governor may have called in to see how 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 ones are getting on, mm. and you know. And, Words of encouragement and disappeared again to drink coffee and eat donuts or something, you know. <laughs> um, and I suppose that was different. It was maybe, I I think think that the guys who took part in that thought that, you know, what their activity they they were doing meant, meant a certain amount that, that that I was prepared to put myself through a, a mm-hmm. certain high level of physical pain. Uh, you know, uh like to think maybe, they, maybe they, some some small bit appreciate that there, that I was putting myself through the discomfort they were. Um, and and you know, even afterwards I would still see some of the guys that went down to Burn House, which is our mm-hmm. t- testing unit in and, and the community setting, uh, a working out unit beside Crumlin Road Prison. Um, and one of the guys there was one of the guys that trained, trained and competed to him at the right of me, on the treadmill. And he went on to do other things and we have discussions around, you know, well, what are you at you know, what's your times, he's still at Ireland and so on. And it's good to see he's continuing that on and he's going to do that, that piece in the community. But that, that is, there's a connection there that wouldn't have existed if uh, that that event hadn't took place. So also good to see other, prisoners taking part because they walk past and uh, they see um they they see guys on astroturf or they see guys out training the, the coach day five k or they see guys taking part and it gets them talking like you know what are they doing what are they at you know how how do you get involved in that and then, then the buzz starts creating a sort of an atmosphere. Uh, you find okay. people on peripheral like sort of like oh, look at them idiots oh, it life. continues
2: and continues <laughs> and then they start getting a bit more nosy and then they get drawn into you that you will
3: find out today are you doing the five okay i am yeah. there, there there'll be the ones doing over the, you, by the way, are you at me. the back good right okay. <laughs> um we will get some of the houses will give us dogs abuse so you know but the prisoners oh, sure. are running around with it, and they get as much stick yeah. as the actual staff do you know, which surprised me the first time that I did it. I thought oh, I'd just be abused towards the staff, but no. But
5: the funny thing is, those are then the prisoners who next week are asking... Are you uh, what was that? that? <laughs> oh, wow. And that's... Yeah, that's, it's, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. Easy you know? I, I get it
2: all the time. I get the health freak all the time. And then those mm. people, a month's time, well, should I be... Should I be this? <laughs> what do I have to do? You know, you get it all the time. Yeah. Like,
3: it's, easy to, well, it's easy to be like me and negative. <laughs>
2: You're not negative at all. Mm. Okay, so... Thanks very much, I th- love the energy in here because like there's so many different individual journeys that are going on through this journey that you're taking through the prison, which I think is amazing, like it's brilliant. Not only what it does for the inmates, what it does for yourself individually. Yeah. So thanks for inviting me here today, I really appreciate Ooh, it. Thank you. you. And the coffee was great, by the way. So, lads, well done. That was absolutely brilliant. I actually suffered all the way around that, I have to say. like. How did you find it? Oh, ah, was good. Hey. That tough, tough, tough. That was my first. So, game. That was your first time doing it. You've done brilliant. Well done. So when when it was first came to you about doing the podcast, oh, sorry, doing the five k, like what was your first thoughts around that? So, uh, uh, then I wasn't really too keen to do it at the start. Until I got ended, I
6: thought i but when I got more introduced to it, I thought it'd be a good idea, good for the health. And, some stuff i thought it'd be a good idea to get you back into it if you haven't been in the gym for a while or done
2: anything for a while get you back into good good kickstart into some sort of physical activity i think that's
6: yeah. a good thing too because then something I for like to like focus on you know what i mean do the follow-up work in the I mean, classroom yeah. so i think that's a big yeah so
2: tell me about the fit fit then um, mm. So you were given that then, just to help you with the training wasn't yeah, it? I mean, we had like a big form, that's like what it gets you,
6: you as well, I and mean, then go over and put it in the computer.
2: What's the It gets you more motivated, motivated? yeah. Oh, it's did so more they motivated. Then was it showing you your time?
6: Your times, your steps and things like that. And
2: were always, I'm assuming these guys, <coughs> full of testosterone and competition. Yeah, like, man, no, there was a of competition going on. He took a half of me one
6: day. <laughs> <laughs> many, many stars you guys say, no way, we're playing, you're like, no, love me. don't say don't he me a <laughs> ball. <laughs> yeah,
2: so. Yeah. Were you always trying to improve on yourself and try and beat what you'd done before? Like, right, yeah. And through the training, what way what was the training structure then? How often were you able to get it? Because he's all flew around the course. Three or four times a week, the gym. And was there much running involved in that? But you can do it to get your own wee training in as well, when you're in your own gym team as well. Yeah. So some people practice on the treadmill, try and beat their teams mm-hmm. when they're actually doing it. So do you think it it's yeah. helped to sort of motivate you being in here?
6: Yeah, because I haven't been in gym in a couple of years, so that's what I wanted to do, to get me back into it. And I've done it, mm-hmm. I'm going to stick at it. That's brilliant like. And how did you find the run today? It was tight, yeah. the first time doing it, like, it was tight, so
2: I'm I was surprised to actually won it to be honest. first few laps were alright, yeah. until yeah. you get to the 30. last 30 minutes And then, then, you're, then you're struggling the <laughs> 5k is a very diff- hard distance isn't it? Like, yeah. and Did you find like you went out too quick? or? No, I just went at a
6: steady pace. For me, I don't I do
2: not do distance at all,
6: right. I never run, mm-hmm. but I do everything and anything. But, I mean, tell you, I'm at the gym probably all day, every day, but it didn't make it any easier. So, <laughs> some, something you some have to train for specifically. Definitely. Well, certain bits, yeah. That of course, you know, training coming up to see so yeah, that,
2: but big really long street that uh, big long, that big straight, or training and coming up the athlete. And um, so, a few years beat me, like um, was that in your head that you wanted to beat me? <laughs> I thought you. I thought. It would be, <laughs> I, I just thought wanted to. That <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to finish
6: it. <laughs> well, yeah, didn't yeah, care, but, really yeah. care about the time, but. But Times I think the time's good, 29, 29 Wow, 30. that was absolutely brilliant for the first, for the first time. time. Well man. done. And this morning, uh this morning I was saying, oh, what excuse am I gonna use because <laughs> I didn't wanna let I didn't want to let the side there and I'm just glad I went over and, and I've done it like I was, it was
2: gonna kind of give some bullshit story. So I'm glad I just came over and oh. got it and got it done. So That's quite natural though we all go through that You see yeah. all the moony men like coming up to that. Oh, got this tweak oh. and this thing. I had it in me, I want to say it yeah told off don't, don't mention it <laughs> <laughs> don't mention oh. it he's thankful for excuses do
6: you ever get nervous coming up then, coming up then? always like and, it's,
2: and what it is it's a natural it's your protective mind trying to protect you say don't do it don't yeah. do it like you know and um but how did you feel then because do you know what i love before you do a you do races, a race. all endorphins like, ours, yeah. you're shitting yourself like before and all that fear builds up and that's your mind just playing tricks for you trying to say stay yeah. away from that don't do it but as you, as you said, it's so difficult in the last couple of loops. There's so six, six loops. Yep. First couple of loops, like, yeah, we're okay. And I was like, and was ahead of me, he was behind me. Like, can I take him? Can I not? Can I hold those guys off? There's a group coming behind me. I think you were in the group. And I was like, I'm, I'll yeah, let... Rose. Are you in the group as well? Yeah. I was like, I'm going to let them guys take me. That was my my, my weakness. And I'll let them take me, I'll sit behind them, and I'll take them on the last loop. And you, you went too quick yeah. on the second <laughs> mile, and they blew me out. Yeah. And like, how did that feel going round there? So you're going a, a good steady pace. That second mile was seven minutes forty. Yeah. So it was. That was very very. It's a big, big
6: difference. difference uh, when uh, you're on the treadmill and then you go on the road, like we spoke your yeah. calves. Do you know what I mean? You feel a difference straight sure. away. And it doesn't
2: matter what pace you're going, like fitness and, and pace and all that. Everybody's going through the same thing. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're doing it in forty-five minutes or. 18 minutes everybody's actually feeling that yeah. do you feel like do you enjoy it <coughs> <coughs> yeah. if, if they were doing oh. it again like would you partake in it again no. I you yeah you'd love to beat your own, yeah, you yeah. beat your own thing next thing. Do you, you feel something. like if once you leave this place that's something you would like to do like there's so, so many the park runs and things like that there right there yeah. charlie runs and, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and from like i find that running helps me mentally I do a lot of long distance sort of running because it takes that long to get the stress out of my body. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, do you find that yourselves? Like you know, it's, it's a, sort of any sort of physical. Exercise? I I suffer
6: from uh, severe anxiety. Like an outdoor. Mm-hmm. like I can't, I can't really remember what I was thinking about. Uh, that's saying that I don't think I was thinking of anything normally. I'm living in fear, but out there, I, you know, I wasn't yeah. thinking, so it was like, it had me, yeah, it, yeah. it had me, I can't remember normally, I can normally remember what I was thinking of, you know,
2: Yeah. and out there, I, can, I can't remember anything, so. I'm trying to manage how you're feeling right now, aren't you, like, yeah. now I struggled around it, like, I, I do a lot of running, like, you know, and, um, what, 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 what did you struggle with, the, the course? No, I thought the course was very good, it's a technical course. I call it technical as in it's got a lot of turns and bends, rather than... See if you a straight route? If you could see a mile straight, straight, straight like that, as mountain. So actually you know that you're going to spin this, that you can go onto this, that even on the long straight. You know, the second long straight's a pain, but you know when you get around that, you've got like a little wave. Yeah, so and your long, mind's changing all the time, long. isn't it? Like, it sort of helps. Is there anything like you'd like to see the prison sort of bring in or do more of? I could do rounds for Charlie, I think. <coughs> Charlie rounds. I yeah. think that's
6: a big thing. See, see, for me, I've been talking to even the ones in the gym. See, the stats thing. I think, it's a massive thing, and I've been trying to promote for them to get them to get, especially watches like that in here. Yeah. Well, you can go out and train in there, put put the heart monitor on you, yeah. and then when you're finished the training session, they can maybe print it off for you. And tell you where you are, how much that, how much calories so you lost, what your heart
2: rate went to, where your running <clears throat> capacity is. So yeah. that's something that I've been trying to. Because there's a lot more, it sounds like you've a good interest in things. You're talking about aerobic capacity yeah. and things like that. And when I started running, I didn't even know what my calf was <laughs> until I injured it. And I didn't know what my hamstring was until I injured it or my doctor. And now you, you yeah. get to learn everything. Yeah. And then you're aerobic and you're anaerobic. Um, do you find this, it brings you that sort of, because there's good sports education comes with it, isn't it? Big time, as you say. But if, you, if, if you're coming out there and Kevin's going, oh,
6: maybe You're probably going to see them. Well, that's your co author. Do you know oh, what I mean? Haven't. So... Yeah. What? Cost cost <laughs> so you're him knowledge for third even, him asking you. Right,
2: And what what do you think about your interaction then with the staff and doing this together, like? A bit of camaraderie.
6: Bring it you to know? more together. Have a you? bit of a laugh. Mm-hmm. Bring I think that's important. the right. staff.
2: And it, it helps being in here, doesn't it, when you can have a better relationship? I think I think when for me personally when work, I'm
6: coming into the gym all the time, I've spoken to them about this, they have to have a sorta of different <coughs> hat on if you have when you come into the gym because you're here for more day. Do you know what I mean? It's different yeah. with staffing in London. You have to come in here, sport <coughs> sport's a leveller for everybody. You know what I mean? You have to come in and you sort of have to not all of them will, but some of them have to have to be on a personal level, do you know what I mean? Mm. They're working here, they're seeing you training, you play football with them bombing, whatever it may be. Go ask them to help or... There has to be
2: a bit of a different relationship <laughs> with them. <coughs> definitely, without a doubt. And, like, you talked about the likes of the Fitbits and the watches, etc. Do you like that aspect of the academic? Well, I, I, think, I, think I think that's a
6: good idea. Yeah, I think it's something that definitely could, could be pushed. I'm mm. just saying, yeah. I've, I've been on the aim to get to get these type of watches in, so you can wear them in here and have your stats done and maybe print it out for you Leaving, do you know what I mean, so it's something, and it's it's giving people incentives to come to the gym, do you know what I mean, if Kevin probably come Mm -hmm. over and he's running three miles and come back and say, well sure, how long did that take me, or what am I getting out of it, Or do you know what I mean, he had someone come back, he's going to go back next week with me trampid, it's a idea,
2: (laughs) so Dad, don't don't <laughs> yeah. do, do, do you think you can get more people involved through this? Oh, do you think yeah, that yeah. by actually seeing you guys yeah, doing it? it, you're inspiring others to do can't it can't as, be as be well. well? I think
6: well, if they, they, they can do it, anyone can yeah. do it. Yeah. Well, I haven't done that more for a couple of years. Eh? And you've done under 30 minutes. Just laying like right going healthy, just eating shade and smoking too much. I think it helps there too. You get some people on the same level around each other. you know what I mean? So they're encouraging each other. No. Maybe a bit of bonding
2: going around, so that helps. Do you think that helps build sort of relationships as well? Yeah. You just oh, I don't know. There's people coming here and they, they do it. Nobody knows what you're talking. They do running around together talking, and That's the end. It up. sounds so positive. Is there anything negative
6: about it? Oh, just, just, getting just getting back. Just, getting just your own, oh. your own, your own, your own battle trying to get back into it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. it. It's sore yeah. muscles, aren't <laughs> yeah. it? <trying> <laughs> My calf is back screaming back. at the minute. Like. It would take months to talk myself into it. Now, now, now that it's done, it's under half. That people can't let go, they have to keep... Yeah, yeah, to stick out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And be encouraged to stick at it and keep coming. It doesn't have to be running again, yeah. it could be anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? While they've got while they've got, out and got their mojo... I don't really think, think there's many, many really negatives. Like, yeah, it's mostly all positive. Yeah, so yeah it, I mean a wee bit
2: healthier and all too. Yeah, it sort of brings up a, a, a different type of package, doesn't it? Because like, you don't put that work and effort when you're yeah. carrying that sort of way. Oh, you're right. like, Jesus, yeah. I'm doing this training to get a good time. You <laughs> want to make it a bit more efficient and, uh, and effective like would you like to see um a bigger challenge sort of coming in and being part of that you work your way towards mm-hmm. it like, don't, don't want to take we stand to your yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> um we've yes. had,
6: had them in the past haven't we mm-hmm. we're going to do one in the yoga class here mm-hmm. so many it's for charity was something to do with me- mental health day so we're going to do a challenge so many so many press-ups whatever, whatever then the yoga class so it's going to take a couple of hours so that's something we're going
2: to do here in the next few weeks. Wow, that'll be tough night. Sounds good. Guys, thanks very much. Really Thank, you. Thank you. Well done. That well, was awesome, mate. Really well done. Thank
1: you. Really hope you like this episode. I think the prison's doing a really good thing here. I'd love to see more people adopt this approach. I'm just going to leave you with a quote that I started with. A very small change in direction can lead to a totally different destination. Until next week, stay safe and keep on moving.